Well, hello everyone. Here we are again with another mentoring moment, Tega and I. It is a late night one, so I might drift off to sleep in the middle. I'm not quite sure, but what are we talking about? Okay, so people ask for like different topics and I decided to pick like, um, there was a common thread. People wanted to talk about rejection. Okay. And uh, yeah, so address rejection. So, uh, okay, what's your thought on rejection? I guess people wanted to talk more about rejection in relationship. That's my assumption, but mm -hmm. I may be wrong. But I mean, rejection is awful. Nobody wants to be rejected. I don't know. I just, I, 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 I okay, shut can down you, when can I'm you, rejected. Can you, can you think of an, a time when you were rejected? Oh, yeah. You <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I shut down when I'm rejected. When I'm rejected in any kind of way, I just, I just, like, it's an automatic thing. And I'm not as mature as you that lifts and separates the importance of whatever is happening at the time. I just go, broosh. And I that's see. it. I'm like, that's, that's, that, that's it. We, okay. Person is dead. They fail to exist any longer. You wipe them off the map of your heart. They don't exist. When I was younger, I did that. That was how I dealt with rejection. Mm -hmm. I would say, you were dead to me. And Is and it necessarily, I don't think, I think, my, I think mine is more so, I will not be putting myself in this situation anymore. Or no, anything like No, I was like very this. extreme. Uh, I was, you are dead to me. I'm going to pretend <laughs> that, you, that do, you are dead. That you, you no do not exist. exist in my eyes. Right. For me, Because the thought of you being alive after you did not want moi was like, too oh. painful. How could you not want How me? could you not want all this wonderfulness? <laughs> Except I have to say, at the time, I didn't feel so wonderful. And I bought the lie from rejection that I was the one that was not acceptable, not lovable, not desirable. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't always the case. Mm -hmm. So I think that it is very important when one feels rejected to stop not internalize the rejection mm -hmm. and seek very objective input as to what really happened in the situation. Sometimes it's got nothing to do with you. As a matter of fact, most of the time rejection has nothing to do with you and everything to do with what the other person is battling with and probably is not communicating to you. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to find out the facts of what led up to your dismissal or betrayal or denial or whatever light you see it in. Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes it's it's not about you. Sometimes yeah. it is. Sometimes and, it is uh, about you, it's like a bye. So you need to um, examine your part in the relationship. But um, anyway, what I was saying is, I always choose to say that pain is your friend. Even though we don't like that friend, that friend um, is necessary in our lives. Pain reveals what hasn't been surrendered. It reveals what hasn't been confronted. Mm -hmm. It reveals what has not been dealt with in our lives. So, I think pain, I was telling my friends the other day that pain, without pain, we would just be narcissistic human being working in the surface of the of the earth and they're not knowing i think pain is like um like an equilibrium that balances us out well pain promotes growth mm -hmm. 
I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know if balance is the right word. Pain promotes growth. It indicates issues that we need to deal with. Um, and if we choose to ignore them, the cycle continues and we're hurt again because God in his infinite passionate love for us refuses to allow us to stay as we are. And so he will allow life to teach us the lessons that we refuse to learn. Mm -hmm. And if it takes five tries, he's good with that. You know, he's got all the time in the world. Mm -hmm. So for me, when um, pain hits, I am quick to start examination right away because I don't want to experience again. I don't feel the need to say, take the same test 10,000 times. I just don't, mm -hmm. you know? So um, rejection, um, it's like an expulsion. Um, it is um, a denial of entry. It is um, the dismissal of, of you, uh, your idea, your heart, whatever it is. It doesn't necessarily always have to be romantic. Yeah. Um, so when that happens, we have to go back to what was unacceptable about whatever was presented. Um, what do I need to shift or change here? See how grown she is? I'm like, yeah, you have to go. I will not be in the situation anymore. I'm not ad addressing what needs to, what ne maybe, maybe down the line, but immediately, like for like, give me like a good three months. We, we're not examining nothing. That's just it. That's, mm -mm. No. Well, see, what we have to realize about rejection is that rejection doesn't just happen. There's a buildup to rejection. Mm -hmm. So there's some stuff that was not paid attention to. There were some comments that got glossed over, mm -hmm. some truths that perhaps were not accepted or you didn't think it was that deep. Mm -hmm. The other person did. Uh, you know, so rejection is kind of like the last stop. It's like when whatever's going on is like, okay, enough. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's so important to stop and go, whoa, wait a minute. Um, was this about me? Was it about the other person? Is it about both of us? Mm -hmm. um, it might not necessarily be a terrible thing. You all might not have been the ideal couple in the first place. But now that's been brought to light. And thank God for the truth. Um, but in some cases. That's, that's in relationships. That's in relationships. It might have been a bad business idea that you just kept going on and on and on and nobody saw it but you. You have to examine the source of the of the rejection, where it's coming from, what it's pointed to. It might not be you, it might be just something you're offering. Mm -hmm. And what you're offering is not who you are. Yeah, see, I don't, I was, I was going to wait and then I asked the question because as a creative, I feel like I'm at work and when yeah. somebody tells me that that's they don't not- like your baby. What do you mean that something is wrong with this masterpiece that I've presented? Seriously? But I don't. Your, but your masterpiece is not you. But it so came why from do me we though. internalize it? It came from you, but it is not you. It is an extension of you. And perhaps um, if we took a moment to examine what the person didn't like, we could adjust it and it could be even better than what you first presented. Now I'm telling you that and I'm laughing inwardly because I remember my days when I worked at Burrell 
when I was 21. And if anybody said anything about my work, I went off. I went ballistic. I was very difficult to the point where I got fired because people just could not deal with me not being able to be critiqued. And so a year of poverty humbled me. Yeah, <laughs> and then it made me remember that I was working for folks. I was working for folks and uh, they were not working for me. And so I had to give them what they wanted and I had to make the idea that I thought was so brilliant work for them, not just for me. Yeah. That's a really good example. Just for people who feel like that, um, somebody said something to me the other time that, you know, made it much better. He said, you can present a masterpiece that is your masterpiece, but if it's not what the customer wants, you have done absolutely rubbish. Exactly. For example, we know somebody who just asked for a simple dress. Oh, she kept telling me, Tega, all I wanted was a simple dress. <laughs> she kept saying, all I asked for was a simple dress. Oh, and all then, I wanted was a simple dress. That's what she kept dress. saying, all I wanted was a simple dress. And they brought this, it was beautiful. It was fabulous, oh my it just God. wasn't what she It thought. wasn't just what she, so. It was not her personality. The rest of us, we were drooling over how fabulous this dress was. And she was like, all I asked for was a simple dress. Mm -hmm. So that's that should that should ease it for creatives. Just just you know in your creative space, do what your customer wants, so so it doesn't feel like you're being rejected because that that's very annoying. I'm yeah, you have to saying. remember the reason you're there. You're there to serve someone else, not yourself. If it was just about you, then you should have just done the project for yourself. You wouldn't have gotten paid for it, but. You know, because there, so there is a reward for when we give people what they want, mm -hmm. we get what we want from them. Mm -hmm. um, so that's called a fair exchange. So I think that uh, rejection number one gets personalized far too quickly without examining the root of what the issue really is. Mm -hmm. And that when we're willing to own our part, mm -hmm. um, own where we might not have delivered what we should have delivered on our end, whether that be creatively, whether that be relationally. You know, uh, Lady Bird Johnson was married to President Johnson in America. Mm -hmm. I guess he had a couple of dalliances. That's what we'll call it. Okay. Uh, what is it? In, in Entanglements. Yeah, that's the new word for it. Entanglements. <laughs> no, I prefer the other one you said. Dalliances. The dalliances. That's the song. So, um, yeah, the, a reporter asked her how she felt about it. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I can only hope to learn from his mistress. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. Oh. So basically in her mind, she felt like perhaps she had missed a couple tricks that she should have known in order to be able to keep her husband's attention. Oh, no, no. Now no. I'm not justifying a man's unfaithfulness. However, Sometimes we must take, well, all the time, we need to ex uh, examine the root. Is it the man has an unfaithful spirit? Or has he been trying to co communicate needs that were not met for a very long time and he finally bottomed out? Um, that doesn't justify it either. However, um, it makes you understand that when a person is worn down to a certain place, that these things might happen. So it's very, very important to always go to the root of what exactly happened here, 
Why did it happen? What is the part I need to own? What is the part I need to let go of and not internalize? Because mm -hmm. sometimes, like I said, sometimes it's not about you. Mm -hmm. I might be where the other person is. So after you've objectively gone through all of that, um, and make sure that you have, you know, a sounding board that is not judgmental, but truthful um, and sound in their thinking and theology to bounce these things off of. So how, how would you um, speak to somebody who has been rejected? How would you speak to her um, on her journey to recovery? What would you say? I would say all the things I just said. <laughs> and then just say, take one day at a time, you know. Um, learn from that situation, whatever you need to learn from it, so that you don't get caught up in a cycle of it happening again. Mm -hmm. And just purpose to be open once again, because one no doesn't equal uh, no for forever. Uh, how many people have we heard of that have made big things happen in, in life, were rejected again and again and again, and it was the rejection that propelled them to refine whatever they were doing and ultimately be a massive success. So. One rejection does not necessarily spell the end of your life. It's not an indictment against you or anything that you're offering. What it is, is a challenge to be even better. Thank you. You're welcome. Please open up if you have been rejected. Learn from her. Compartmentalize the rejection. Yeah, don't don't personalize the rejection because it's more about them than you sometimes i just feel like we see other things to make ourselves feel better when sometimes it's just they rejected you sometimes it's just the truth. they just said no after everything you've been serving and okay, somebody but if wanted that's the case tega then that person wasn't right for you if they can't see the value in who you are or perhaps you just weren't in alignment and that is okay. You know, some rejection is okay. If you've got two people and their values are not in alignment and the same things are not important to them, it's not gonna last anyway. The word says, how can two walk together okay, except they, they be agreed? So it's, you know, I don't think that people should go through life torturing one another just to be together. Um, it should be a joyous experience, a yeah. joyous journey. Mm -hmm. So, um, just because that person said, this isn't working for me, doesn't really mean that something's wrong with you. It's just, you're not in alignment and that is okay. Once again, don't internalize this to the point where you shut down and you're not open to new experiences mm -hmm. that could be even better than the one you thought was so great. Mm -hmm. And don't uh, project your past experiences on, on, <laughs> I'm laughing. Hold on. on the new experience. <laughs> Lord, let me help her here. No, no, no. I knew what I was there to say. It's just funny because you have to practice what you preach. That's yeah, you why do. Don't, uh -huh. don't project your past rejection experience on the other experiences that you're going to have in the future because, you know, um, they may not be the, it may not be the same thing. True. It may not be, but sometimes though, we also um, do this thing where we go looking for trouble and we find it. Or we project self-fulfilling prophecy. 
What do you mean? Because we have an expectation of another rejection. Oh, we have And we set ourselves up for another rejection because we do stuff to be rejected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that self, self, what, what do you call it? Fulfilling again? prophecy. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Don't go, you know, I mean, it's one day at a time, my dear sisters and brothers, you know, you, you learn, you, you learn to make conscious decisions about your actions towards. Well, here's the bottom line for me. I think that as we get mature and we begin to grow up, that we have to realize that feelings can never be the measurement for your responses. We respond out of feelings, but can they should never? not be. They should never be. Never, ever, ever. The heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. Who can know it? So every feeling needs to be examined. And what you have to do is say, where did the feeling come from? The feeling came from a thought. So you got to get back to the root of the thought. What was the thought that made you feel the way you did? Is that thought true? What is the basis of the truth? What's the evidence of the truth of that thought? Wow. Do not respond based on feelings ever. I mean, anytime never. that you respond out of fear, pain, or anger, you will always make the wrong choice. What of happiness? You can respond out of joy. Sometimes something feels good, but it might not necessarily be good for you. So even that, so don't walk respond. softly and be discerning. So don't respond based on don't, um, no. um, happy, ha happy feelings or negative feelings. Any feelings, feelings any feelings. feelings. It should not be based on feelings. Make your decisions based on sound thoughts. Make your decisions based on wisdom, not feelings. Thank you. You're welcome. You're always so smart and so wise. I try. It took a long time. I wasn't always this way. Woman you too shall be amazing one day. One I day? I see it. I see it. One day? Okay. So, if we were blessed you today, where are you going? Okay, that's it. So, if we blessed you today, make sure that you subscribe, share with friends, send us comments, give us your feedback. We want to know how you feel about what we said and what else we can add to the conversation to keep it going. If there's anything else that we didn't talk about, you can leave it in the comment section and have yourself a ball over there. <laughs> Make sure you um, donate to the ministry because we need it. Thank you very much. God bless you. We also have a merch line. I don't think we talk about the merch line enough. There is a merch line, people. Yes, there's fabulous t-shirts and nose masks, pads, yeah. mugs, phone cases, everything, everything. Every and it's another way that you get to support the ministry because guess what? We're trying to raise funds for another camera. Okay, so I'm just going to put it out there that we're trying to get another camera so that we Please can do even me. better videos and and presentations and classes and things to empower you and help you yeah so um when you support us through the merch or sending a donation that's where the money goes okay or buy a book buy a book yeah go on amazon all my books are there thank you Go on my website michellehammond.com all kinds of book club things book things trainings you name it there's something there for you, you. name it <laughs> Okay, thank you. Subscribe, like, share, and mm -hmm. follow. Do all the rasmatas, and God bless you.